are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because we wanted to piss people off, and this was the best way to do it. Free. Because free's, free's, free's fun. No, we don't get paid to piss you off. It's just a... Common courtesy. Just common courtesy. We got no. uh, Let's be honest. If we got paid to piss you off, you'd all be in therapy from how visceral we'd end up being. Yeah, something like that. Because money is one hell of a motive. That's true. That's true. We'll go from there. So, good evening, everyone. It is I, Shujin. I am here as your uh, main host, as usual. It's nice to be back with you. Of course, if you'd like to be in touch with me, feel free to find me pretty much anywhere under the name Shujin Triple S-H-U-J-I-N. Ah, oh, it's been a it's been a long day, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a long day. <laughs> Introducing everybody, uh, and, and believe it or not, this time I actually warned him ahead of time. Top left hand corner of North America, just outside of. Uh, can canning and that can 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 he he gives me warning. I teach him how to say it, and he still messes it up. Bravo, good sir. Yes, uh, here I am, just just outside the wonderful uh, mountainous area of Tananaskis. I'm having that fun. Leave me alone. Yes, you are. <laughs> Where it is currently minus three Celsius, and I checked. Yellowknife is currently at minus twenty one. Um, Yellowknife is still kind of a little bit of a heat wave. I should be expecting more like minus 30, 35 ish still. Uh, No, we did get a bit of a Western, um, Western breeze through here. Now we call it a Chinook. They call it something else a little bit further North. Uh, It's very possible that Yellowknife got a, got a piece of it. Um, yeah, but usually they should be colder. Uh, yeah, possibly. Uh, I honestly don't know these days. Yeah, this, so this, I, I, I could go back through some meteorological <coughs> data uh, one day, and you know we could see we could actually see what the trends are. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see about that one of these days. Yeah, but you know what? One thing I can de- guarantee you, though, uh, if that is a heat wave in Yellowknife, they are not complaining. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, down to the right in the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, just a little bit off to the right from there into, uh, Ohio. Hi, Joe. Good to have you back. Yep. Still here. Uh, if I am particularly quiet this evening, I apologize. I'm just trying to spare you all from the constant coughing, hacking, and sneezing. I know on behalf of all of us, thank you. Yeah, I've got that too. Mm-hmm. And all the way over to, uh, the, uh, just inside the border of the uh, Atlantic Ocean, I guess probably the nicest way of putting it. Unredo Tech, hi. Hello from Mother Russia. I mean, uh, hello, citizen. Joe? Joe? <laughs> Remember that part about you being quiet? Yeah, that's got to translate over to your, your typing. Uh, I was muted, so I'm not sure why it was. Uh, no, you, no, you weren't. Mm-hmm. I, I was until I just unmuted myself when no. you mentioned my name. No, you weren't, because you your tappity tappity was all with your uh, all with. Oh, your don't tell don't tell me that it's actually piping my. I think it's piping through my webcam instead of my headset. Hold on a second. It could be. Anyway, 
Just click the gear. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Not a big deal. So, of course, as always, everybody, thank you very much for being with us. Uh, a couple of little techie things here and there. Imagine that. Us. Technical issues. Wow. You know, with uh, with uh, Bobby and Ashley and, and um, uh, Alice and, and Fred and, and Ginger and whoever the hell else is, used to have issues with, with their podcast, technical issues. Yeah, it's it's now come downhill to us. Finally, it took long enough. What are you going to do? But it's nice to be back with you all. Uh, like I said, I had a, um, I had a day. I ended up sleeping until damn near uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. And I've been kind of not exactly on all cylinders all day. So uh, my apologies if I'm a little off. I've been, I've been, I've been working on it. But anyway, of course, as always, everybody, thank you very much for being with us. If you are watching live uh, and you're always welcome to do so, feel free to utilize the live chat because, you know, that's that's part of how we keep ourselves honest with you over here. Stephanie, good to see you. You have uh, I hope that you're having yourself a good morning. Uh, Joseph is at the moment. Don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to, it's been a couple of weeks. I'm not sure if it's that he's, uh, if, if something's been going on or if he's just been tired, I'll get in touch and, and just check in on him and make sure everything's doing okay. I don't have very much of anything I can, uh, uh, I need to fill you guys in on uh, early at the moment, other than, um, other than I, I didn't pose the question, but uh, I'll, I'll pose it anyway. Before we get to the the full show after uh, after the um, after the uh, uh, the five minute freestyle, uh, what do you guys think about uh, running the horrible scopes for everybody and, and dropping it in just to see if maybe there's a little bit of levity before we jump into a real uh, a real conversation sometime? I think course the horrible right. scopes are funny. That can be kind of fun. Okay. Uh, down by some stretch of imagination, do you still have the... Uh, no, you probably wouldn't have the link with you. Hold on. Oh. Just a minute. Okay. Well, if that's, if, if, you've got the, if you've got the viewable link, that'll work out perfectly fine oh. then. Uh, okay. Let me see. That was on that, so it was probably a link through here. It's going to be the same link each time because it's still the same document. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Cool. Um, add, you know what? I got it. Brilliant, <clears throat> which means that uh, if we don't like to uh, help out, we can uh, we can do that in a little bit. But yeah, meanwhile, let me, uh, let me throw that into our. Yep, you guys go ahead and do that, and while we are uh, while we're trying to sort through and try to figure how we're going to play this out, let me go ahead and get the uh, let me go ahead and get the uh, the evening started for us all over here because uh, as usual. It's going to be one of those moments. So with uh, five minutes on the clock, your five minute freestyle starts right now. Playfield this time is, um, I, I was really trying to come up with a one word title that would really explain it. I've kind of come up with uh, a thought, a question that I would very much like to pose to people when the whole with the whole political ideology thing starts coming up. I want to find out from some of these people 
what is it that you want? When all is said and done, what is it that you are looking for the play field that is society to look like? Now, you know, there there are various different groups that will go ahead and say things like, uh, for, as, as a for instance, things like, I want there to be less federal level government. There should be smaller government. And I would be willing to stop them right there. Okay, good. All right, stop, stop right there. Stop right there. Just hold on, because that's that's one thing. Okay. You want a smaller government. Okay. Why? Well, I don't think the government should be involved in... Okay, hold it, hold it, hold it. I, I, I don't need specifics here. Why do you want it to be smaller? Well, it's not an efficient system. Okay, that's that that's got nothing to do with why it should be smaller. What is it that you actually want? Do you want less oversight? Yes. Okay, good. Why? Inevitably, if you keep going down into these questions of what do you want the playfield to look like, you start to come up with a really interesting picture of how people look at society as it stands and what it is they want it to be. The progressives, and in this case, I mean lowercase p progressives, not capital P progressives, because that's a different thing. Lowercase p progressives are typically, again, typically, the ones who will go ahead and say, I want there to be fairness. I want there to be accountability. I want people to be able to be pulled up by the people who have already made it. And I get this. I get this. I, I completely get this. This makes a lot of sense to me. If you've done well for yourself, if you've succeeded, don't you have a little bit of a moral obligation to help those who either haven't been able to or simply can't for some reason? Don't you have just a little bit of compulsion to pull a little bit? Because it's always been framed by those who are lowercase c conservative as those that, for whatever reason, haven't pulled themselves up, financially speaking, educationally speaking, whatever, that they are pulling back, that they are, forgive me for using the, the, the expression, but it's, it's the apt right word for it, retarding the trajectory of those that have. They're pulling those that have down. Why? And more specifically, how? When you've got more money than a town can spend in its lifetime, and yeah, there, there are some towns that could be in exactly that kind of situation. Are you really going to miss if you're able to help people? Especially kids trying to go to college. 
or get better education, immunizations, healthcare, reproductive information, reproductive assistance. What is it that you want the playfield of society to look like? And what is it that somebody else wants? Compare those notes and see where those lie out. Something tells me that would be a very, very interesting look-see into the mindset of those that disagree. This is episode 299 on the docket, Your Honor. Divine magic. Actually, I was going to put simply magic. Cannot exist. And I got to thinking about this uh Believe it or not, because I was watching the Rooster Teeth or Screw Attack or whatever name they were going by at the time, Death Battles, and they did uh, Raven from the Teen Titans versus Twilight Sparkle from My Little Pony, Uh, both voiced, by the way, by uh, the very same consummate troll voice actor, because, I mean, that's that's. That's the way that she is. Tara Strong. Yeah, she's she's she's, she's a, awesome. She's a freaking tr- anyway. She's a she is a great troll though. She, she does it very very well. She's a consummate troll. Anyway, so uh, I watched this and you know it, it suddenly dawned on me there really isn't anything. That, it is impossible. It is simply. It is simply a truism. Magic cannot exist, no matter how you want to quantify it. And even divine power, which we can deride as magic, simply cannot exist either. And I'm pretty sure we can we can make out a, a pretty good case and prove our point on this one. I did go looking up information for Rafe Badawi. At the moment, uh, the Twitter feed is right now my best source of information because I simply can't trust a lot of other resources I've tried to use. The last we had heard is that um, he was not doing well physically and that he had been taken to hospital because, uh, you know, a, a protest fast again. But no contact with his wife, which has been which has been a, a problem since the middle of January. So we have no information on that angle. So with that said, as of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been seven years, eight months, seven days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family, and we are still hoping. We are really still hoping. So with that out of the way, I, well, like I said, uh, now that we got the the bummer out of the way, I say we just go ahead and uh, go through the horrible scopes, and uh, we kind of go through this and uh, have a little bit of fun at everybody's expense. Because... Well, why the hell not? 
who knows? Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll actually uh, end up doing this uh, in the uh, as a long term thing. Uh, you guys all got uh, your copies up and on so that uh, you can you guys can help out with this too. I see no copies. Um, the link was in our Discord. Oh. Uh, oh, look at that! How conveniently located. <laughs> look there at me, is. I can copy and paste. Oh my and God. ironically, I have no speaking role. How adequate. No, it's it it, it was a matter that I I didn't I didn't think to update it for uh you know for all of us to uh, take turns. So Oh. We lost Bridget. Well, that's unfortunate. Woman that down. Unfortunate. Woman down. Well, wait, that didn't sound right. Never mind. I take that back. <laughs> she didn't she didn't say anything. She's going to she... kick my ass for that later. Oh, there you are. Hi, Hi. we were just talking about you in a non-bad way. Actually, it's actually she that. just might uh she just might jump up and 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 punch you in the in the altogether. I I did nothing. I I did nothing. Uh-huh. I plead stupidity. Right. Yeah, so uh, I'm trying to do this really quickly. Um, you know what? Uh, let me make a minor adjustment over here. Do it this way. Uh, me, Dallin, Tech, Joe, Bridget, good. Just like that. How's that sound? How's that order sound? That sound good to you guys? I don't care. That's the way we're going to do it. Do I really have to read something? Yes, you do. Oh. She's like my sinuses. My throat. <laughs> well, get something to drink. I did. <laughs> you drink sound it. fine. Um, th- um, I... I have to ask you a question, but I'm gonna I'm gonna um Oh boy. No. So so okay. <laughs> so so there is Dude, um You're going to hell for that one. Oh wait, it doesn't exist. Never mind. So there there are probably people who are who are listening right now who are going, uh what what did what did you do? If you if you scroll if you if you take the if you take the podcast if you put it through a spectral analysis and, and look at the waveform and switch it over so that you can you can actually see the the spectra instead of the waveform you'll see exactly what it is because it's written there on the screen for you it's not don't even worry about it actually the this is the CSI I, without without hacking we could hear your typing. Yes, I know. Believe it or not, there actually is a way to analyze a person's typing, but they'd have to have a history of your typing uh, pattern. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like so I said, somebody was. Yeah, I, the, I mean, this, this is, is not CSI. Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so just for entertainment's sake, for those of you that are all caring about it, here are the horrible scopes for this week. Aries. You are not as stupid as your friends say you are. Not only is that not remotely possible, even if we told you it was, you wouldn't believe us. 
So go out there and make that square peg fit in a round hole, and using thermite doesn't count. Taurus, your worst nightmares have finally come to pass. You finally discovered a new joke that your degree in English never prepared you for. A man walks into a bar with a sign saying, Evil Dwarf Tossing. He immediately slips on the floor. It's a boomerang joke. Your slower friends will get it eventually. Gemini, bathing isn't overrated. But we're worried about you. Not that you haven't been, but that we hear you've been imagining your wild turkey in the shower, looking up at the sky as it rains, and half drowning. You're not a turkey. They aren't that stupid. And for crying out loud, stop singing Tiny Tim songs in the shower. Joke. He's sitting on the mute button again. That could be. Or he might have disappeared. Joe, did we lose you? That's a stupid question. He's typing. I see that. Oh, it doesn't recognize the microphone at the moment. Okay. You go ahead and... Stunt cock. You... We'll, 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 we'll pass you by for the moment and we'll, we'll kind of, there. Oh, there you are. There you go. Yeah. For whatever reason, I changed it to my headset and it swapped it back to my freaking uh, webcam for no friggin' reason. It happens sometimes with me with, uh, with my speakers when I flip to headphones. Is so. this still working? Yes, it is. I ended up having good. To- lovely. First of all, I just wanted to say, Shujin, take whatever camera you have set up in my bathroom out. <laughs> 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 and secondly, cancer, gee thanks. <laughs> You'll be more inclined to relax, almost to the point of coma this week. Again, take the cameras out of my apartment. <laughs> and with good reason. All those deadlines you managed to meet, all the schedules you organized uh, that taxed your mental health more than you'd like to admit, treat yourself to a festival of meat and slip into a calorie coma. It'll be worth it. Mm, Texas to Brazil. (laughs) Many, many fond memories at the riverside. Leo, while you were away from home, a stranger showered in your bathroom. Seems only fair. You were showering in the hotels, and they hardly know you. Maybe karma would be nicer to you if you actually paid for the hotel room instead of just breaking into it. That sounds like one of the Florida Man stories I did a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Virgo, with the seasonal crunch coming up, you might want to take that trip sooner rather than later. Charge up the camera and your phone and the car and the spare battery packs, and the wireless speaker, and your laptop, and the tablet. On second thoughts, screw that. Just stay home and watch all those old X-rated movies you've been putting off. Start with the Midnight Cowboy and go from there. Libra. 
Time to brush up on your resume and get ready to switch jobs for the last time. Your next career? Drunk. See, you think this is a joke, but we're serious here. Hire yourself out as an alcohol test dummy for college research projects. Just make sure they provide room and board for you, too, since you've already got a habit of trying to start your house with your car key. And considering I'm unemployed, th this is suddenly an option I, I'm thinking of pursuing. So, <laughs> you know, hey, really, who needs a liver? Am I right? Am I right? Uh, I'm going to preface the Scorpio horrible scope with uh, painable juice is my safe word. It might be skin cancer. Or it might just be some leftover barbecue sauce. Find someone who you trust to try licking it off your skin and seeing which it is. A couple caveats, though. Don't invite them into your house. Offer them some garlic bread and use an old mirror to see if you can see them in it. They'll think you think they're a vampire and will want to get out of your house before the full moon comes up and they turn into a wolf. Sagittarius, stop smoking, or start, stop driving, or start, stop drinking, or start. Whichever it is you're doing, obviously your life isn't going the way you wanted it to. To just imagine, so just imagine yourself as Bizarro and do everything the opposite from how you've been doing it. Except for the whole driving on the right side of the road thing. Remember what happened to the last time you tried that one? Capricorn, your lucky number is imaginary, because there's no such thing as luck. Just ask Obi-Wan Kenobi. He lived on Tatooine for nearly 20 years with Darth Vader, never looking for him there, you know? Maybe there is a little luck out there. The long, white, fluffy, flying kind, but that's a different movie. Aquarius, baked goods are in abundance. But your insulin isn't. Just remember to eat them in moderation. And enjoy this little tidbit of trivia. The molecular makeup of Sweet and Low is based on petroleum. So the next time you run out of sweetener, just drain your car's oil pan and you've got the basis of artificial hot fudge sauce. <laughs> I will never eat Dairy Queen again. Until tomorrow. <clears throat> Pisces, we're all very proud of your motivational speaking engagement coming up. We're even happy for you that you're getting paid for it. But just between us, the stars say, shut up. You're supposed to practice these things in front of a mirror, not a captive audience on the Subway Express line after a sports game lets out. And that, our fine fellow friends are your horror, horrible scopes for this week. You know, that actually, that actually went better than I, better than I was uh, e expecting. I, I, I was, I was thinking maybe we were going to have to have a, a rehearsal. I'm glad we didn't have to. So, you know, just a funny thing about that, that Tatooine thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to write a lot more than that, but oh, no, 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 just, no, no, but the thing is, uh, lately there's been a lot of, um, Darth Vader comics coming out uh, from Marvel or from whoever's got the license these days. And there's a couple of guys on YouTube that are reviewing them. 
And they actually explained why uh, Kenobi was safe on Tatooine. Because we know who Vader was. We know where he came from. And he had such a hate boner for that world. Yep. He ostensibly refused to set foot on it unless absolutely necessary. Yeah. If you if you believe the canon and stuff like that. Yeah, well. Or it could just be that uh, George was making it up as he went along, but that, that would never happen. I mean, that would be wrong. Hey, uh, speaking as someone who's, you know, doing a little bit of world building, you'd be amazed at how organic these things are. And let's face it, uh, 40 plus years ago, the first movie was a melodrama, which is the good people are good. The bad people are bad. Leave it at that. But when you've had such a cultural phenomenon, when you've given it so much, so many decades to germinate into other people's minds and to come up with all this extra stuff, I mean, Lucas is probably going, yeah, that actually does make sense. But I had no idea when I smoked that joint and came up with this, that it was going to go this far. As somebody that's done a, a couple of videos that are linking various different pieces of the My Little Pony universe together, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. You heard nothing? You heard... This is not the explanation that you're looking for. I'll just move on from there. So, since Star Wars was the uh, uh, the order of the day for the for the moment, the, the whole magic thing... Now... Let's make sure that we define our terms over here really quickly. Magic is not the whole um, using dark, thin threads to levitate things against a dark background. It's it's not uh, ledger domain. It's not sleight of hand. We're talking actual, I'm going to move my fingers in a special way. I'm going to read uh, a collection of phonemes and something's going to happen from it that otherwise is, does not happen. That can't exist. And here's why. Does anybody remember roughly what the technical term for work is? Yeah, it's, a, Labor? it's when a force is applied to an object. Oh, that... Yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. So is there a force around us that we cannot otherwise detect, we can't feel, we can't see, we can't taste, touch, but we can make it do it we can manipulate it to do something for us that would otherwise be termed magical? Aragon, the, the story of Aragon, they took the concept of magic as exerting the same amount of force to move a log from point A to point B through energy uh, manipulation of a m form of magic that it would cost you to get up, walk over, pick it up, and move it. And Aragon made a, you know, it was like, Ooh, uh, why would I do that if I could just walk up and move over and get it then? 
and it's because maybe you can't walk over there. Maybe there's a gap, you know, that sort of thing. And, you know, these kinds of stories are highly entertaining, but we don't have that kind of thing. We don't have the capability to not sit here, reach out with our hands, wave our fingers, move energies to do the work for us, regardless of what the cost is, except mm-hmm. in the form of technology. And that is, you know, creating a robotic arm and controlling it with a remote control. That costs energy, that costs materials, <laughs> and so on and so forth. But we don't have, we don't have some kind of innate ability that we're born with. That all we have to do is figure out right words, right thoughts, or right hand waving, and boom, it works. True, but let, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, speaking of book series, uh, one that I'm reading right now from Jim Butcher, uh, the Codex Alera. Uh, in that world, magic, again, doesn't really exist, but what does exist are elemental beings called Furies. And they, they could be fire, earth, uh, air, water, metal, um, Norse. I think there's a wood. I think there's wood furies too. But they are they're semi sentient spirits, if you will, that bond themselves to people uh, at a young age, and then they kind of grow. That's it's not symbiotic, but it, it's the one puppy you'll you'll keep for the rest of your life, pretty much. And uh, using them to perform, you know, certain deeds is what they call fury crafting. So like, um, a person who is good with fire furies could, well, could basically burn an entire town down, but save all the people, uh, a water, a water crafter. Uh, they're usually, they're healers or they can of course manipulate water or they can alter the fluid and stuff inside their bodies to dis- to actually change their form to disguise themselves as somebody else, but again, in that respect, it's not so much magic. It's uh, it's basically telling, okay, you that have the ability to fly through the air, go over there and do this thing for me, and that's it. So again, not not really so much magic, just uh, manipulation. The um, there's all sorts of different concepts. Of magic, but my personal favorite concept of magic is magic is that which we just don't understand. Basically, any form of advanced technology that's far enough advanced appears as magic. So we just took laser beams and held three atoms apart and slowly got them to merge so that we could observe how the, the that takes place. Something that we weren't able to do before. If you were to go back any time before that moment, it's magic. Don't know how to do it. You see somebody doing it, and we have no idea how they did it. It's magic. But now we know how to do it. It's no longer magic. So here's the piece that I was going to... Uh pitch over to you guys is there a force that we can utilize now that is simply suffusing 
the the environment around us that we can tap into to manipulate in order to in order to uh, affect um work and get something out of it that we otherwise wouldn't there is and it is otherwise magical it's a compass we've learned how to make an incredibly tiny wand that aligns itself with the electromagnetic field surrounding this planet. It would work on other planets, assuming that they had them, but it's simply there. Now, the reason why I say magic cannot exist is that, as was said, sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic, as was kind of alluded to here. And that's exactly what it is. Even if you were to go with the idea that, quote-unquote, magic, as, you know, the, the fictionalized version, the, the romanticized version, once you have an understanding of how to enable it, how to control it, how to evoke it, it is no longer magic. It is now a form of technology because it is reproducible. It is researchable. It is something that can be tapped into by any and everyone to come up with the same results. Magic, as we have conceived of it, cannot exist for part of that reason, but also because that in order to make something work, a force, electricity is a perfect example. You have to have a source of the power and where the power is used in order to affect whatever the change is. That flow of power has to happen. It is simply, it is simply outside the realm of our physical laws to have it otherwise. So if somebody's got a magic spell book and all you need to do is read the uh, read the spell out and poof, congratulations, you summoned a succubus, which, by the way, hey, enjoy your Thursday nights then. Enjoy the rest of your life, if, depending well, on which type you... Uh, because, let, let's face it, when we create fantasy monsters and all sorts of stuff, we create all types. All right. There was a, there's a book series called, uh, called the Libriomancy series where people are actually able to call, uh, people who are called Libium, Libiomancers are able to cast spells by pulling things out of books. So if you have a book, a Star Trek book and you're a Libriomancer and that, and your society has not locked that book down, you can reach in with your hand and pull out a phaser. And create the phaser through Libriomancy. And uh, part of the problem with Libriomancy was is that there were all sorts of different kinds of vampires, depending on which book series you were reading. Please tell me they didn't sparkle. <laughs> anyway, 
the point is, is that there were all sorts of vampires that ca caused hell for him. It caused hell for his friends. One of his friends was actually uh, ended up being uh, converted um, into a Renfield. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just absolutely insane. Um, there was even a new version of a Liberomancer who was able to pull items out of books that didn't exist in the book by, by manipulating the message of the story in her own mind. So the point is, is that we come up with all sorts of different ways to come up with these ideas of what aliens look like, what monsters look like and so on and so forth. Our imagination knows no bounds. And you saying, Hey, yeah, if you manage to uh, summon a succubus, have fun. Depending on the type of succubus, you might have your soul ripped to shreds to form more succubi and then be stuck in hell forever. But we don't believe in hell. We don't believe in that sort of thing. Therefore, yeah, that's not going to happen because that stuff just doesn't exist. There's no evidence, no empirical evidence, nothing that can be tested or proven that that stuff exists. It's fantasy. It's fiction. It's an idea. It's a concept. Yeah, but what we can do is we can create a device that's, you know, no bigger than a chocolate bar that can talk to somebody else halfway across the world. Tech, come on, man. Think about it. A garden hose and a golf ball. Come on. Dude. <laughs> come on. It'd be worth nope. it. Nope. I think it. I don't I don't I don't know. It, it's been a very long time for me. Leave me stop stop king shaming me. The, I'm not king shaming. Uh, <laughs> Besides, I think Attack of the Killer Tomatoes had it better. King shaming. See what she could do with king. a couple uh, soda bottles. <laughs> I know what Joe is going for, man. Anyway, the the point of the whole damn thing uh, for me though is that you know I've I've heard. I've heard people who have gone ahead with the whole, okay, your your God doesn't matter what what the God name is. That's why I put it as a dollar sign deity because that's that's the universal variable symbol. Let me alone. It doesn't matter which God it is. How did he do it? Well, he just did it. Yeah, but what's what's the mechanism? Well, you wouldn't be able to understand it. Well, okay, it, then how then do how you, you able to understand? understand it? See, see, you, you, you're leading the bit. You got <laughs> well, no, but then the answer you, to that is, well, I don't need to understand it because I just believe, or I just know, and and that's as far as most as that argument will typically go. Is they'll just go, oh, I, I just know because I have faith in dollar sign deity. Yeah, which goes absolutely nowhere for the rest of us, of course. Well. No, but but that's just it though. Like they, they are so steadfast in their faith mm -hmm. that they don't feel that they have to explain it, but they still expect you, a skeptic or somebody who is a little more of a critical thinker, to just accept it wholesale like they did. And you're the idiot if you don't. Uh, well, or back, you're the damned one if you don't. You know, hold, hold on. Backtracking just a, just a just a little bit there for a second. Not just the skeptic or the free thinker or the or the, or the atheist or the, the whatever. Anyone that does not believe in same deity. Sorry, ah. 
dollar no, sign person who fair, does not exist. Uh, yeah, fair point. Like, because you, you because it, it doesn't matter who, who it is. I mean, you've got the, oh, crap, you've got the Lutherans against Catholics, you've got the Catholics against the Jews, you've got the Jews against... Uh, hey, it doesn't start matter with Ireland and the Protestants and oh all that. and uh, you know and you know let's not uh, let's let's um, let's get a little uh, diversity going here. You know, you got the Sunnis versus the Shias. Mm. You know, and 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 that argument is one of the reasons why the Middle East right now is such a um, shit show. Oh, how, how do I put this uh, lightly? A, a temperamental environment. Like you, you want to talk about tensions running hot, yeah. There's over that. religious disagreements. I mean, okay. Uh, again, to be fair, to be fair, uh, Ireland was not exactly the friendliest place, you know, between Protestants and Catholics for for many many years. And I I I still think there's still some unresolved stuff going on there. You think? Yeah. But that being said, um. I, I can't remember exactly what the beef is between the the Sunni and the Shia for the in the Muslim faith, but it's over. I think it was over like who, which particular person is the proper descendant of Muhammad, and it's it's either person A or person B, and depending well, on which depending on which uh, one you believe in, oh, sorry, it's, it's who should have been the first prophet after Muhammad. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, like, like I said, I, I didn't know the I didn't know it exactly, but I know it just it came down to. You know, one person or another, and as a result, you've got those two tribes throwing everything they've got at each other, and then you you throw in that there's you know you've got you've got Israel in that place, you've got American influence in that place. Uh, Let's just say anybody that ever says, you know, that that a that a jihad or a holy war is a righteous cause, you take one look at some of the places where this holy war is going on, and you just want to shake your head and go, "Is this worth it?" For some people, it is absolutely worth it. People, uh, people say, "Oh, nobody else would die for their religion because the, these other people's religions is not the same as mine. Therefore, it's false, and nobody would ever, you know, willingly sacrifice themselves for a false religion." Yeah, and and they say that about each other constantly, and yet they kill each other constantly yeah, it, it, in the funny. name of the religion, false or otherwise. Yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm sorry. The whole uh, martyrdom Olympics. I just no. You're throwing away the most precious gift you've been given. Not according to is, them. No, I I know I know, and and that's the thing. Like I believe that for many years. That you know, like okay, you know what? If uh, if I have to be beheaded in, in the name, you know, because of of my beliefs, then okay, you know what? I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, but these days, it's like no. You know, resist and bite, kick, scratch, do whatever you can to get away from that. Because when it's over, it's over. And before anybody thinks that you know this is just a Middle East thing, like we said, you know, Ireland for how however long all that was going on between the the Catholics and the uh, Protestants, blown each other the fuck up. Hey, for, yes, first half of the, the night. Yeah, well, you know what? It's it's old enough that the Irish Rovers had a song called "In the Windy Old Weather of Belfast." 
Yeah. The only thing that I can say that was um, okay, and and you can you can probably hear the air quotes going on right now in my head. The only thing I can say that was okay about it was that at least when there was going to be a bombing, they would actually contact the other group and say, we have bombs that are going to go off in an hour at building blah, please evacuate everybody. And at least would do that much because they didn't necessarily want to kill innocent bystanders. They wanted to make their political point, but well, I mean, religious, political, political, religious, it was kind of half and half and and everybody was all mixed up about the whole damn thing anyway. But at least they had the decency to say, we don't want people who aren't involved in this whole thing getting turned into slush. Yeah. And to me, that seems to be, I mean, it's still not exactly what I'd call an ideal thing, but, um, you know, if you're trying to get a, a political or if you're trying to get a message across, um, like you said, these guys got it right, uh, to say that, you know, believe in our version of dollar sign deity or die. That's not a very, you're not exactly winning hearts and minds with that mindset. No, no, you're not. But, you know, and, and the intertwining of, of religious and political ideologies, you know, basically stapling one to another. So you're trying to enact political change by, you know, enforcing religious zealotry. Well, again, you, you see what happens and you just, honestly, after, after seeing that and seeing how much blood has been spilled in history, in the name of one God or another, how, like, are people really that stupid? Yes, they um, are. <laughs> I, I guess so. Like, I, and that's just the thing. And, and that's the, the part that just kind of makes me get, you know, shake my head. The first thing, the first thing that you are voluntarily and eagerly looking to say is, yes, people are stupid. Oh, my God. What the hell does that say about the way that you think about us, Bridge? Well, I'm not saying that everybody is that stupid, but people are that stupid or else they wouldn't be doing it, right? Uh, and, you know, the, the converse is the the, uh, the converse of that statement is can't argue with that. Well, well, if, if, if the religion has lasted this long and so many people believe there must be something to it, that that's like, that's actually a counterpoint. Yeah. You know, it, it's not that people are inherently stupid. It just, it means that there must be something there. Otherwise nobody would be buying this stuff. As an aside, by the way, Stephanie did bring up a, a good point, and and yeah, I kind of forgot about that one. Uh, in Manchester, the IRA blew up a shopping center and set a second bomb to catch the people fleeing the only escape route. As as I remember, and admitting I was much younger when the vast majority of this was going on, I was a kid growing up in the burbs outside of New York City. 
I didn't really get the chance to follow a lot of the politics of the day to find out what was going on, because, I mean, why the hell would it ever bother me in New York? I will admit that I've forgotten about some of that stuff, but was that not more the exception than the rule? I'd like to hope so, but like I said, I don't really, off the top of my head, remember so forgive me if I've, I've got no other way of putting it. Forgive me if I've misremembered or romanticized it in my own head because of age and, you know, my older age and not remembering because I was so much younger when it happened and not learning up enough about that. I know a little bit too much about European history as compared to the British Isles history, which seems only just fair because you guys are separating from the mainland. So, you know, whatever. I'm sorry. Was that, was that a, was that, was that, was that a dig at, uh, at people that don't know how to comb their hair? I'm sorry. That seems to be a running gag right now with, um, with world leaders these days. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. Boris Johnson apparently goes to Trump barbers. Yeah. I, I mean, Look, I admit that th there is such a thing as too much hair product, but there's also such a thing as not enough hair product. Before anybody goes ahead and says, no, there's no such thing as too much hair product. Did you live through the 70s and 80s? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. You remember when I we had... That. You, you I, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure... Part of my lungs have been damaged from the amount of hairspray I had to inhale when I was in high We had a freaking ozone hole thanks to all the kids who were getting the crunch factor in their head. I mean, Dolly Parton alone. Come on. See what she looked like back in the 70s? Really big hair. Yeah, it wasn't all, but sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, I mean, there, there was her. There was uh, Peg Bundy. Uh, that that hairstyle that she had. That be there was um, every rock band ever during that era. Yeah, well, yeah. every rock yeah. band. There were. It, There's a reason they called them hairband. There, there people lost count of the amount of times that rock bands had to be told, "You really don't want the fireworks that close to the stage." Yep. Yeah. That's because it. somebody's hair would catch fire. Yeah, that did happen. Just, just ask Michael Jackson. Oh, well, we would. Nobody should that shit. Yeah. Yeah, there is that. You know, but um, no. Um, this this belief in some kind of divine magic and the belief that we should follow a certain deity because of this divine magic. If you look at it where it's taken to its extreme and you see the utter devastation of places that have basically, they're, they're just bombed out husks uh, that used to be thriving cities. But because one god or another, or, you know, one group of people who followed one god or another had to come in and exert their will, there is. You, you couldn't even resettle there. There's nothing there except, you know, 
maybe if you broken out shelters where it would take at least another five generations of peace to to even start rebuilding and when I hear people talk about, oh, well, like, uh, oh, what's his name? Saiten Brugenkate, when he said that, you know, we, we should have a Christian theocracy. Yeah, the trouble is, which flavor? And then are, are we going to start seeing Catholic versus Baptist versus Presbyterian versus Pentecostal versus all this? And then all of a sudden, all the, wonder, all the you know, beautiful cities and stuff in Canada and the United States are going to look like that because everybody's beating the living teetotaling hell out of each other? And that is good. Well, okay. To be fair, to be fair, you know what? Fine, that's the way it's going. You know, we we could uh, we could probably we could probably narrow down the number of groups by I don't know um, mass breeding poisonous snakes. Um. Just saying, flood the market, you know, drive the price down so that they're more appealing. And then, you know. Okay, that takes care of one. Um, remove dental care, and that'll get rid of the Osteen uh, Teeth Brigade. Um, <laughs> wow. Let's see. Uh, come up with a better food alternative, and that'll take care of the Baker Battalion. Um, or, you know, prove that one spoonful of that will give you the runs for like, you know, 10 weeks. Um, actually prosecute the, the, uh, uh, the moils for sexual transmission disease. And, and, and while we're on the prosecution train, let's get them Catholic uh, priests all, uh, all up in there for being all up in there. Yeah, actually that would, um, That'd be know, the if, greatest if, one. If, if we ever actually all followed through with that, um, an emergence of theocracy wouldn't be a problem because they would not have the number. Hmm, good point. As it stands right now, even if they had the numbers, they would have to, well, at least in the U.S., they would have to run up against a small problem of um, established case law. And before anybody says it, I know. I know. I am actually worried about that kind of thing. Thank you very much. I know. Yeah, they wouldn't care about case law. I know. Or constitution or anything else. <laughs> well, and I mean this is this is really where the where my education about state state law and state rights took the big hit there when I first learned about, you know, how y'all do things down there. It's weird. Uh, it is. It's disgusting it's, too. Well, it's. I mean, pe people who are trans don't even have any rights. They can be discriminated against in many states, lose mm -hmm. their jobs and such. And because it's not, um, it's not uh, any of listed discriminations, they get away with it. Yeah, but the other thing, too, is that even if uh, a so-called federal law is imposed or, you know, written into the books, a state can still say, no, we're not doing that. 
or we're going to do everything we can to make it uh, to make it okay. Sure, it's legal, but we're going to make you wish it wasn't. And you know, I, I don't want to sound authoritarian, but um, when it comes to actually being a country, that usually means that everybody involved has to at least agree on the majority of the rules on how to run it. And everybody, you know, standing up and saying, well, my state of blah, 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 uh, we've always done it this way, and we don't care what they say up in the White House. We're going to keep doing it this way because uh, dollar sign deity uh, made us this way, and dollar sign deity laid his hands on this state and made us this way, and the Constitution was written by dollar signs deity's uh, administrative assistant, Yes, I've actually heard that. Thank you, Kentucky. It's not just Kentucky. I mean, hell, look at Iowa. When they were doing the the whole thing, um, one lady, she didn't get the one that she wanted, uh, the, the politician that she wanted. So she put her vote towards um, Pete Buttigieg. I heard about this. Yeah, I actually and, I saw this. And, and, oh, yeah. I mean, it made the news and everything. I hope this lady's mm-hmm. ashamed of herself and in a corner and people no, are poking her no. and going, you're, you're a bad not. person. No, she's, she's not. not. She's not. She's she's doubling. She doubled down uh, against a fellow Christian even. Um, and, yeah, uh, a nice young lady, one of the younger generation who's more open to people being different. And and here's the thing. The old generation is what's setting us back in this country more than anything else because they refuse to change. When this lady found out that Pete was gay and had a husband, a male lover, same gender, her response, and I quote, was, we cannot have somebody like that in office. You, ma'am, need to sit down and shut the fuck up. You are what is wrong with this country. You do not know how to love people. You don't know how to care for people. And you don't know how to respect people. And until you do, sit down, shut up, and learn. Watch and listen. Watch the younger generations. Watch them actually lift one another up. Watch them go, look, we understand you're different. We may not understand, but we care about you. And then actually demonstrate that they care about them. And then the ones that don't do that, go take a look at their parents and see how those kids' parents are. They're just like you, lady. So every kid that goes out there and refuses to understand that people are different, that berates people for being different, harasses them for being different, it's because their parents taught them to be that way. In The Karate Kid, I know it's a movie, I know it's fictional. But there was a really good statement in that movie. And it wasn't, it was that there was no bad student, only bad teachers. And every single adult, whether they have their own child or not, is a teacher to a child with how they act and treat others. Mm -hmm. And if you can't demonstrate what it means to be civil, respectful, and compassionate towards a fellow human being, you're a bad teacher. Yeah, the idea that uh, 
Mr. Miyagi put of that, you know, only bad teachers, no bad students. That's something that extends back to ancient Greece. I forget which uh, which teacher it was, but there there was there was the idea that a good teacher should be able to inspire a desire to learn in their students. And if they can't, it's the teacher's fault. It's not the student's fault. There is, there is something to be said for that. I mean, if you, what's a, what's a, okay, perfect example. We've said on many an occasion that there need to be more science communicators. There are some of them out there and some of them we've kind of semi grown up on. Uh, we, as much as he was a crotchety old curmudgeon a lot of times, Mr. Wizard uh, okay, not not so great example, but he was he was out there doing his thing. Uh, Beekman, okay, really super stylized, but okay, kind of kind of kind of made us expect that air pressure was the way that everything worked, which to be you know to be expected a lot of times. Uh, Bill Nye, uh, Doctor uh, Brian Cox. Um, Dr. Tyson, Carl Sagan, people who know the science well enough that they can explain it in easy to understand terms, that you don't have to have a master's. You don't need to have a doctorate to understand what they want to talk about. They can, they can basically say, okay, here's, here's the thing. Here's how it works. And it it doesn't it doesn't require tens of hours of reading something but you know i think the trouble these days and again we we talked about this i think it was last week um where people were in a place years ago where worrying about their next paycheck or worrying about you know were they going to have a meal or could they pay the power bill or did they have to split the difference between their next meal and the power bill? Um, wasn't a problem because employment was good and the quality of the job was good. Like you got paid well, you were able to afford it. You, you were on, on Maslow's hierarchy. Uh, one and two were taken care of. So your, your most basic needs and your security needs were met. So things like looking at science through a more calm, critical eye and still being entertained was possible. But now these days, and, and especially with the internet and the, the outrage culture, you know, everybody wants to keep you on your toes. They want to keep you afraid so that you'll, you'll click what they want you to click so that they get whatever it is they get out of it. You know, I just found out recently that there, apparently there are sex toys that react to people, uh, tipping on a webcam session. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if, if stuff like that exists, you know, clickbait. Okay. I get it. Um, but the thing is these days, like, Somebody like if, if someone like Beekman were to come up again on TV or 
you know, a YouTube series that did kind of the same thing that they've done now, uh, that person would be completely destroyed by outrage culture because as soon as they say something like, you know, well, water is wet, some loudmouth will go off about, they'll basically try to change the argument to that, like, Hey, you, Mr. Privilege, you've got a voice on the internet. Why aren't you talking about this, 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 and this, and instead talking about this colonizing idea that you call science, Mr. Oppressor? That's the thing. The second anybody gets out there to try to say something educational or say something, you know, to, to help with the facts, you've suddenly got dozens of hundreds of people just dogpiling it because, well, they get mad at anything these days, it seems. You, you see, um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie, Undercover Brother. I have not. Okay. I saw that. That was hilarious. Okay. So you remember Conspiracy Guy, like Dave Chappelle? Yeah. And Undercover Brother says, hi. And Chappelle just, he goes off on like this 10-minute rant that says that hi basically means I hate black people. I think that was the conclusion of it. It's like, and the thing is, okay, we laughed about it at that point. It was a, yeah, there, there was a, uh, like uh, Mel Brooks's uh, comedies, yeah, uh, Blazing Saddles. Oh. If you tried to produce that today, and even Mel Brooks admitted to this, yeah, you know, people would lose their shit. He 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 he'd be forced to apologize. People would tell him that he uh, shouldn't be making movies anymore. Yeah. Um, all sorts of really mean things. And, you know, we see that everybody is attacking rather than trying to understand. They're yeah. And young, the tr- rather yeah. than having a conversation. Case in point, Johnny Depp. Okay. Oh, God. He is yeah. the victim of severe domestic violence and abuse. However, like many domestic abuse abusers, they try to make the home life seem like they are the ones being abused. You know, maybe they'll mention something at work or at the office. Well, Amber Heard, in this case, it doesn't have a, a standard office. She has a stage. And, of course, with the Me Too culture and everything else, yes, Me Too is helpful for some. But then you have somebody like Amber Heard abusing the hell out of it yeah. and giving the rest of the women a bad name. Yeah, And but- we have recordings of her admitting abusing him and guess what it doesn't matter they doubled yeah. down they 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 don't want to hear the hear it they don't want to admit it and, and that's the big one people don't want to admit mistakes i admit my mistakes all the damn time even my own son i make sure he understands that daddy's fallible okay daddy's yeah. not perfect daddy makes mistakes sometimes those mistakes are in private and sometimes those mistakes are around people and i admit it when i realize i've made a mistake i admit it when somebody yeah. demonstrates to me that i've made a mistake i admit it sure sometimes i've made mistakes i haven't caught and nobody else did fine whatever that happens that's life but it doesn't make me a bad person making a mistake does not make anybody a bad person it's a mistake you have to learn from it yeah okay but and we're too scared. Well, and, and that's what I was getting around to. A long time ago, we talked about 
And I mean, I, I mentioned in my, in my life about how I was, I used to be in a place financially, morally, spiritually, and I use that term in air quotes. I was at the end of my rope. Like I, I was in that area of, of desperation where I would accept anything. If it gave me just a glimmer of hope, even if it was false hope, it was still, it still had to be better than what I was currently going through. So that's where, you know, the Deepak Chopra came from the, the, the secret. I, I, <laughs> I look, I'm holding on to those books because I really don't want to give them to Goodwill because I don't need to spread that kind of stuff and I can't light a fire in my condo. Um, <laughs> you you but, know but, what you can do is you can put them in a bucket of water, get yeah, a blender, and uh, have at it. Yeah, and I still might. But the thing is, these days, people are have been wound up to be too scared because of, you know, you got to watch what you say. Otherwise you might get canceled by a bunch of blue haired twitiots uh, on, on a social media platform that only maybe 10% of the world population actually uses, but has a voice like a banshee's ball sack going through a cheese grater. Yes. I just made that up on the spot. Um, But, but just nowadays, people are so wound up, they can't sit down and take that moment to think or take that moment to be educated. Um, because if, if, if you're trying to teach something to somebody, it's reaction. I was like, oh, no, you're not. You're talking down to me. You're oppressing me. How dare you? Or you're, uh, I hate to say, you're colonizing me. You see what I mean? Yeah. We're, right now, I don't think we're we're at a place right now where people almost want the divine magic because then it's easy. You know, wave your hands and ta-da, or put your faith in the dude with the big dentures. Osteen, you'll never convince me those are your real teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I use him because that smile, it's a target, okay? It's its an obvious tell. Uh, plus, Baker, you just take one look at him, it's like, no, the, the jokes write themselves with him. Um, but like I was saying, they, they put their trust in other people because they've got too much other stuff in their lives to worry about right now, even though a lot of it might not even be real. You know what I mean? Yep. So yeah, the, the divine magic can't exist, but everybody wants it to because then they don't have to face the reality that they actually do have to try to dig themselves out of the hole that they're in, regardless of how they got there. So again, I've talked too much. Some, sometimes it happens. Uh, interesting. Uh, Dallin, put the books into the bucket of water, leave them for a few hours, and use a paper mache to make something nice. I uh, I like this idea. Uh, yeah. 
uh, just the, given my artistic abilities about the best I could come up with would be something that even bad dragon would go, uh, no. <laughs> Make an ashtray. Doesn't it have I to could, be bad dragon. I could probably try that. Um, you know what? I think I'll go with the ashtray. Everybody knows how to make an ashtray. <laughs> Private kittens. Uh, they're confused. What, what did I join? Um, <laughs> just me complaining about life <laughs> and contemplating a, a paper mache dildo. <laughs> we, we don't, we don't, we don't recommend that. No, we, we, we very much don't recommend that or hey, glass man. or ceramic or, uh, well, I don't know. 3D printed, uh, uh, you know. Like, I have uh, to be careful uh, with latex these days, too, because allergies. And, and you know, I just got into a conversation on another Discord channel a while ago. Uh, somebody was print, was showing all of these um, uh, things about 3D printing guns. And, and, of course, our conversation not too long ago about 3D printing weapons came up. And I thought, you know. Wouldn't this be a much better world if everybody just like 3D printed sex toys instead of guns? Well, I mean, that would be more feasible. Uh, yeah, uh, but unfortunately, that you, you want to talk about rabbit holes with a bunch what? of furries? Oh my what? god. <laughs> First off, before you go there, because I know where you're going and it's a deep, dark rabbit hole, and oh, it, it was not intended as it should be, it was bad. Uh, anyway, um, uh, there is a innate issue with the idea of 3D printing any kind of weapon, let alone guns. And that is simply the matter of 3D printers as opposed to a CAD machine, which cuts, uh, yeah. which cuts out raw material, which can be virtually anything. Mm-hmm. 3D printing is a very different process. Um, CAD being, for those who don't know, computer-assisted design. Yeah. Uh, usually when you see, if you go on YouTube and you look up uh, like people using laser-cutting manufacturing, stuff like that, you see you know, these uh, arc-cutting machines that are cutting portions out of like solid metal and stuff or yeah. using grinders or stuff like that. That's different. 3d printing is when you have a medium that is being dispensed and is effectively building on itself. The thing is in order for it to work in the way that 3d printing does, that medium is just not built or is it is not capable of withstanding the stresses that you would expect from a typical weapon. Uh, you try building a gun out of it. Yeah. It's not going to work because um, simply enough, gunpowder is explosive and cheap, easily melted and resolidified plastic doesn't do so good with explosions. Well, un unless you're coming at it from a, you know, a karmic retribution thing, as in some grease stain gets, they, they get the recipe off the internet and they 3D print the gun and it blows up in their face. I, look, I'll admit. And then they sue I, the internet. 
No, look, I need Darwin Award content, okay? Like, I, I, I would almost encourage this, right? I, I, I have actually seen different avenues of approach where people have tried to figure out something with this. When you try 3D printing a Melee device, uh, it doesn't stand up well to the stresses of, you know, being used as a weapon or a tool for that matter. Yeah. Uh, you try 3D printing, and this was probably the funniest one I saw. Somebody tried to 3D print a crossbow. And again, the material used in 3D printing is not up to the stresses that are placed upon said device. You know, I just want a 3D printer so that I could start, you know, printing a whole bunch of eagles to make like a Space 1999 diorama, but... Besides... You know, for the money that you would go through buying the 3D printer and the medium and all that shit, you could probably make a couple dozen crossbows just from $5 stuff you could buy at Ace Hardware. Yeah, and... And I guarantee you, that'll stand... That'll not only withstand the stresses, but it'll perform a hell of a lot better. Well, yeah, and and that's the thing, is that... But it does say something, and... Goes back to the culture, the mindset of people. You know, hey, I got a three D printer. What do you want to do with it? Let's make a gun. That that's not exactly what I'd call like. Uh, I can tell you that is not the three D printing man, three uh, D printing creation company's selling point. That is the mindset of the person who who purchased the three D printer. The first thing I want to do is let's make a weapon with it. That's a strong indicator that it's not so much to do with the technology, it's to do with the mindset of the people that have access to the technology. Can we use it as a weapon? Can we weaponize it? Which, I mean, they're doing a great thing. They're, they're doing a great job of that with social media right now, but that's another story entirely. Um, you know, it's just, it, 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 it all comes back to culture. Yeah, it's it, it it does, unfortunately, and that's that's something that's annoying, to put it mildly. Personally speaking, I I would much rather not live in a culture where one needs to have a weapon, or f all needs to have all the time because they're afraid that somebody else who also feels that they have a need for a weapon gets clumsy and stupid. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there are situations where being constantly armed might be a good idea. Uh, but those are very rural. Well, not even that I'm, I'm talking more like, Oh, I don't know. Uh, you find yourself out in the middle of the jungle or something like that then, yeah, it makes sense to have a weapon at all times. But if you're living in a civilized part of the world, not always necessary to be armed. Yeah. But if you're living out in the sticks, and even though it's kind of a, it is sort of an established town, but there are wildlife problems because the urban sprawl isn't quite that urban, and you do have a problem with certain predatory animals sniffing around, you know, whether you're a farmer or whether you're just a homesteader that, you know, gets the occasional 
thing that wants to eat your dog on your property, <laughs> you know, having a rifle uh, to, to scare that thing off or if you have to take it down because it doesn't listen, you know, that I'm okay with. Yes. Now, and, and that to me is a practical thing. Uh, you shouldn't have to. Now I'm saying uh, again, if you got concealed carry fine, but honestly, if you're living personally, if I was living in a neighborhood where I felt that I had to be armed all the time, because someone was potentially going to jump me. I would be doing everything I could to get the hell out of that neighborhood and living somewhere else. Yeah. And, uh, private kittens, uh, whether you do or you don't. And, and for the time being, I'm, I'm going to say it this way because I'm going to tell you the same thing that I would tell pretty much anybody. I am going to go under the assumption at the moment that you are speaking, I, sh I should say, typing because you can, as opposed to you are typing truthful information only, only because, and please don't, don't, don't go typing anything else just yet. Just, just hold on, hold on. Only because if this were to come out and be a a thing it is entirely possible that somebody could look it over and decide oh well this is somebody where i could probably find where they live with a little bit of work and a little bit of effort and probably find some stuff a easy to acquire weapon that you get the idea of where I'm going with this. I hope anyway. So that's why I'm saying I'm just going to assume for a moment that you know about this kind of information, but you're not being completely truthful. Don't answer one way or the other, whether or not it actually is or it isn't, please don't. It's much more a, a safety issue. And the guys on the panel will tell you, I, I am very well known for basically telling people, look, I'm going to assume that you're lying for the sake of entertainment value, as opposed to putting the possibility of there being bad information out there, because it could be, um, it, it could be, uh, potentially harmful for somebody in the future. Bridget will tell you. Well, for instance, I, mean, I gave her show. Like if, the, now, to be honest, I haven't looked at laws up here for concealed carry or, or anything like that. Um, but even if it was allowed up here, even if that was something legal, I'm still not going to strap strap anything on me because um, I don't feel the need to. Yeah, and where, where I was trying to go was not necessarily a gun. I meant any kind of weapon. Could be, could be a dagger. Could be the functional equivalent of brass knuckles. Could be a sword. It could be damn near anything, but mm. you, you get you, you get the idea. I would much rather not live in an area where I had to be constantly concerned for my well-being at every second. That feels just that that just feels wrong to me. Um, Stephanie just put in chat. Uh, statistics show that carrying a gun makes you more liable to be shot. Um, 
I'd actually, I, I would like to see a link to that that we could put in the show notes because I, I find that really interesting. I can believe, um, I can, prima facie, I would be willing to believe it because uh-huh. someone that is carrying a gun would be more likely to be involved with a shooting. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, they would think that if I have the gun because I went through whatever I needed to to acquire said gun, whatever that might be, yeah. however much or little, depending yeah, on my the driver's license and I passed this and I passed the breathalyzer test for that week. It could be. <laughs> but in any case, well, I've got it. I've earned it. I well, I've got it. I could end up using it, yeah. and some. It dep- uh, Sorry, I, I was gonna. I, I was, was gonna I'm finish off. Yeah, I, I was gonna finish off with saying whether it's a real emergency or an imagined one. You've got it, and if there's one thing we've learned about humanity as a species, we tend to be a little bit impulsive. Go right ahead, Joe. True. Um, another thing is it really depends on who gets the gun, why they got it, stuff like that. I mean, for example, me, myself, I have owned quite a few guns. I've seen them. You've been in charge of some. I have been, I have carried guns overseas. I have been in combat and all these other things. And yes, I have been diagnosed with PTSD on more than one occasion. So arguably, I'm the one they sh- they look at when they th- think, yeah, this guy probably uh, is going to shoot up a school or mall or something like that. He's just going to snap one day. Uh, I haven't yet, and uh, I don't own the majority of my guns anymore. <laughs> but that's because the guns that I bought my reason for buying them was never a matter of I need this to protect myself. Uh, Whenever I had purchased a gun personally, it was a matter of this is an interesting collector's item. It's got some history to it. uh, Something like that. Or it was a matter of this is similar to what I have to use for my job. And my job does not provide me enough range time to maintain proficiency. And trust me, when you're, when not only your life, but the lives of several others depends on your proficiency with a firearm, it becomes somewhat logical to own a similar firearm so that you can practice. Yeah. Another New Year's resolution of mine, actually. See, that's the thing. My SO does target uh, range practice. I don't. I mm-hmm. I, I used to do um, archery. That was my thing. Mm. But I haven't done archery in a very long time. I still know all the mechanics, and I've got the, you know, I've got plenty of muscle memory. I did it a lot in my youth. But but let, one thing let, I want let him finish. Let finish. What I was gonna say is, um, but you know. I don't need a gun for home defense uh, between martial arts and a couple other things I've got going on that I'm not going to say on the air because that would just be, that's like Dr. Horrible announcing his plans, you know? (laughs) Yeah. 
that that that's Doctor Horrible level of stupidity in another, that respect. Another it's thing. Unwise. Another thing. Like I said, you have to look at who it is that's buying it because, for example. Yeah, I owned a lot of guns. Did I ever feel the need to carry one on my person when not deployed in a combat zone? Not thus far. Uh, yes, uh, I took them out to the range and went shooting, much like your SO, uh, you mentioned your SO goes target shooting. Have you ever seen him carrying his firearm when not at the range? My SO... Uh, or well, okay. Let me put it this way: my uh, my SO does not. Uh, my SO has, has the proper security mechanisms for their firearm. Um, um, well, as appropriate. What I should ask is: your SO uh, is a firearm required on his person for his job? No. Okay. Um. Now I'm wondering where you're going. <laughs> or her, her job, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> do you see? Do do you see them carry on their job? No, their job actually requires them not to have that on their person. Okay, so yeah. so yeah. the the only reason why um, the the story behind going to the the range and everything else was uh-huh. at some point they were going to join a branch of the service. And their father uh, had dictated that if you're going to join, the f- you're going to know how to handle uh, safely handle firearms um, and utilize them before you join, because he had served and uh, so went and got proper training in the whole nine yards, and not going into my SO's background, but they know how to use a firearm. And they're, uh, they actually gifted me a zombie target because, you know, I joke about playing zombie video games and that the apocalypse happens. My son's going to have to protect me because my son knows how to use a rifle. I don't. <laughs> well, uh, you, rifle, it, it's the same with a rifle as it is with uh, a bow and arrow as it is with, uh, with a sword. Point, See, point, gotta, stop! Trying to get a point out here. Yeah. Pointy end goes in the other guy, and, and that's the thing. You know, I try. I've to, got the pointy. All end I stuff. ask, all I ask, is for one rehearsal. God, you know, I try so hard. Yeah, one rehearsal says the guy that starts the call fifteen minutes beforehand, and we never talk about the show. It's just, hey, how was your week? How was your week? How was your week? Oh, our week was fine. The week was good. The week was great. Yes, this is me calling you out on that. What I was trying to say was is yes. that I have the I have a good start to a party here. I have um, the special the rifle specialist, so the sharpshooter. I have the close range shooter with the uh, with the pistols and. Um, I'm I'm the silent hunter with the uh, with the knife and staffs, and now all I need is a freaking cleric. Oh wait, magic isn't real. I need a medic. 
I'm glad, I'm glad that you the, the someone I'm, cue I'm, the theme to the A team right about now. I'm I'm so glad that you had the uh, the thing with the stabs because I, I was getting worried that it, the the close quarters thing was going to be the uh, flatulence. So uh, thank you. No 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 no. I do not use and WMDs. Too. I, I, I appreciate yeah, that. And, and, you know I I loved I, I love what Fila said in the in the in the chat. Uh, she said, and I quote. I can wield a mean frying pan. And all of, I'm just thinking, like, knowing her avatar in Second Life, just seeing this cougar walk up to you, just bang! No, 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 no. The correct onomatopoeia for it is FW. Because that's all you end up hearing. Yeah, and the, and you must always remember, um, I'm channeling... Um, podcaster jack kincaid when i say this uh before you strike you ask a person what is your note and when they look at you funny you pang them, you pang them upside the head and depending on the sound that comes off the pan as they hit the ground that is their note see which is more often than not b flat because they b flat on the ground see my one thing i constantly joke about is I got rid of all my guns. Why? Because I own quite a myriad of tire irons and such. And let's face it, a gun, you shoot, uh, from a legal standpoint, you shoot somebody, once they're incapacitated, you'd have to stop shooting them. That's true. And all you get is the recoil. With With a tire iron... You can you have cause to keep hitting them, and you get the satisfying you know tremors going up your arm every time you do it. But but at what point does it become uh, aggravated assault? When you finally get the answer to does number one hurt or number two, and you don't stop after you get the answer. I For know those what <laughs> I know what you're referencing. I got that one. Thank you. Thank you. Forehand or backhand. You people who... Or B. Those of you that get the reference, you're our people. Thank you. Tell the the big man I said hello. Uh, Okay, so... Yeah, uh, and and speaking of divine magic, like, I'm kind of glad we don't have Lazarus pits. Just saying. (laughs) Oh, God, no. Uh, Anyway... Although, <laughs> if you were to put like like certain politicians that we know, if you were to put them in the Lazarus pit, and of course it says you know when when they come out, you know a bit of their soul doesn't come back with them. Well, if they come out and there's no change, does that confirm that they never had a soul to begin with? How do you quantify a soul? Therein lies the question that actually ties everything that we've got together like a rug right now. See, that I'm, I'm, I'm mixing my metaphors, I know. How do you quantify this stuff? Because to date, we can't. And that's part of the point. Uh, I've heard that as an argument. Well, you want evidence, but it's supernatural. It's beyond the natural. There's no natural evidence, so therefore Hmm. you'll never be able to prove it. And I was like, okay, well, then you want me to believe in something that can never be proven. I'm sorry, but you're asking me to take um, what they lovingly call a leap of faith to believe in something that is so truly impossible 
that the evidence for it is impossible. No. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm right there with you, Dallin. Hold, that. don't lose that thought right right quick. Okay. Okay. Uh, Stephanie, Stephanie, the best weapon ever is a quarterstaff. Ho ha ha! Guard turn, hot parry, hot thrust, hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a buck and a quarter a quarter staff, but I'm not telling anybody that. Thank you. Again, you people who got that one, you're my people. What kind of name is Little John? <laughs> In real life, very God damn big. it. I now okay, I will track down that video so that I can put it you're, into the friggin' show. <laughs> yes. You're despicable. <laughs> okay. Um I'll remember I, I'll remember to check that. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I'm going to try to track this down too. I'll, I'll see what I can do. But you were talking about tech, things that we can't prove, or things that by all rights could not have happened, and we're supposed to just accept it on on faith. Oh, absolutely. That's what they want us to do. Yeah, yeah. Now the thing is, I actually saw a documentary years ago, and again, I'm using uh, I'm putting documentary in finger quotes. Because it was talking about some of the Bible stories from a scientific perspective and how things could have happened. Now, now no, no, no. It, as, as one of my dear friends was so often, uh, so often fond of saying, it gets better. Oh, you mean things like the, uh, uh, the parting of the Red Sea for Moses and the yeah uh, the the shift in the winds across a, yeah. a marsh. Well, apparently, uh, apparently, um, at the Sea of Reeds, which I think that's where they speculate that the that the seas parted, mm -hmm. the 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 floor, uh, like the 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 sea floor at that place is does have a certain kind of curve to it, and. A particular if you were to get a particularly strong wind uh sorry I'm, didn't mean to I'm, do that yeah and, I, and I'm talking uh, this is probably gonna have to be something that would make an Alberta clipper look like a light breeze um only a few Canadians will actually get that if you got the right wind at the right strength hitting that part of the water it is quote unquote theoretically possible to blow enough of the water out of the way that you could walk across that seafloor. Which means, so the logic would go, if it's scientifically possible, not necessarily probable, but if there is a remote chance that the laws of the universe would not be broken by something like this happening, then it's more likely that it did happen. Point two, uh, at least from what I remember of the, the show, I was, I yep. was just watching, I was watching a little bit of it. Um, Jericho, the famous walls of Jericho. And you know, the, the blasting of the third trumpet and the walls all came tumbling down like a John Cooper Mellencamp song. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not going to do it this time. I'm You're not going to do it. Do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, there was apparently traces or they, they were able to find sort of like uh, micro or small fault lines or fractures in 
the the rock or something around the city. So again, it is possible that a tremor may have happened. Although, again, I'm not entirely sure where fault lines are, and I'd, I'd have to actually look at a map to see. But this is again what they were talking about: is that the idea coming that you could, if you could explain it in a way that didn't break the natural law of the universe, then it's more, it's more probable that there was a divine hand involved, which I think goes, it, it, that helps with the people who say that, well, God exists. He just works. He works within the laws of, science, you, know? you know, he does all this stuff, but, he he follows the rule, you know. He follows the dungeon master guide on how to do a game or something like that. Oh yeah, like dungeon master ever followed the damned rules, disappearing <sighs> behind rock. You know, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, no, sorry, you're, you're right, you're right. But 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 that's the thing is that there is a camp of people like that who think that God exists, but he works within the he works within the laws of chemistry, physics, yada yada yada. Um, because he's strapped to those laws as well. And again, I, if I can find something on it, I, I will, um, and I'll get it in the show notes because okay, this is honestly, why it's just it's insane. I typically don't discuss my personal philosophies on matters of spirituality and predestination and such like that because I prefer to remain objective. But I say this much. Do I think there is a grand plan to the whole thing? No, because if there was some form of intelligent uh, direction in the grand scheme of things, that would mean that somewhere, somehow, there is a presence that thinks it's a great idea to have, uh, I don't know, childhood cancer, uh Mosquitoes that spread malaria to, you know, a billion people a year. Yeah, no, no. just not flying with me. Mosquitoes at all. I mean, let's face it. Well, yeah, sure. uh, well, all right, all right, wait, well, no, wait a minute. I mean, mosquitoes do feed the bats and bats are kind of cool. So, okay. Yeah, but why would they have to carry diseases, though? Um, because, well, I was, I was, I was going to say otherwise. Um, otherwise, Monty Python doesn't have a joke in the middle of their movie. But that's that's not a that's not a. Well, here's point, the thing: you know. I, you, you I all know that it's the, because of the sinners. Yeah, I, that, that I was going to say that. I hear all. I I, I have lost count. Because it is so prevalent and so disgusting, by the way, of all, so many people going, well, you know why those people were all killed by a tsunami was because they were sinners. Or those people got Ebola because they were sinners and they used condoms. Or, you know, look, look. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. The world is a harsh place, okay? Almost everything in this world kills something else to survive, Okay. It's just part of the cycle. There's death, there's birth. There's death, there's birth. It's constant. It's ongoing. It's a natural way that the world works. Okay? We are part of the natural order of things. We do on... 
some people would argue that human beings do unnatural things. It's like, well, first off, not really. Uh, There's nothing unnatural that we've done that the world around us hasn't already done. Well, gay sex is unnatural. Really? When was the last time you watched a whole bunch of cows in a pen for a long time and and observe their behaviors? Because uh, they tend to hump each other. Um, So, yeah. uh, No, homosexuality in nature exists and has existed for a long time. It's long before us, probably. And it will probably be around after we're long gone. Um. Oh, well, you know, this, that, and the other thing. It's like, look, you can find examples of almost everything that we do that doesn't involve technology in some other behavior pattern of some other species of animal. All right? Uh, Chimpanzees, apes, monkeys, dolphins, you name it. You can find examples in nature all the time. Right? What you have is you have a space that your head is in that you're comfortable. You're comfortable pointing out other people's problems and mistakes to avoid your own. You're comfortable making fun of other people who are different than you because it makes you feel more secure in who you are. Or you're actually not willing to acknowledge some part about yourself. Therefore, you attack other people that remind you of something about yourself that you're trying to ignore. Some people aren't even given a chance to find out who they are. And because of that, you have a load of people, a big load of people who hate and despise another just because they're different. And it's got to stop. Religion is the biggest persecutor of people, whether they're women, transgender, men, doesn't matter. Do men tend to benefit more from religion? Oh, big time. Big time. Uh, Look at the Buddhists. Or is it Buddhism that has nirvana? Uh, Whichever one has nirvana, apparently a woman cannot, uh, in an original uh, practice, women cannot obtain nirvana. Because even being a woman is a, a mild form of punishment for something that they did in their past life. Um. There's a whole lot of negativity. In this is where, yeah, this is where I'm kind of reluctant because, as I've mentioned before, I have that kind of semi-photographic memory sort of thing where if I'm not paying attention to something, somehow it gets committed to memory. And when you mention that, the only thing... Immediately, the thing that comes to my mind is that episode of Family Guy where you have the two deaths and, hi, I'm your death. What? I'm a death. I can't die. Oh, yeah, you can. But don't worry. You're going to be reincarnated uh, as a Chinese baby in about five, four, three, two, poof. Poof comes back. Girl? Girl. See, this is why reincarnation is not such a really great idea. We're getting uh, we're getting really close up to the top of the hour, so I, I want to see um, I want to see if there's anything uh, last to kind of wrap anything with, only because I'm starting to get a little uh, I'm starting to get a little um, slow in my head, considering how my day's been today. Um, yeah, that's that's I'm I'm glad I made it as well as I did. 
any, uh, any anything that uh, anybody thinks that we kind of like missed or or still on the floor that should get aired out? Uh, I'm actually just looking for. I was looking for a quote from R and Raw actually. Uh, from his series, The Foundational Flaw- Falsehoods of Creationism. Oh, that's... No, yeah. no, no. But no, no, no. I, I was, was going to yeah. say, it's, it's it's a lot of fun to go through that. Oh, it is. I've, I've watched it many times. But um, on the subject of divine magic and dollar sign deity having such divine powers, um, really, really, really believing in something still doesn't make it true. I'm paraphrasing, but it's not too far off. No. And that's, that's where I would, that's my end off is like, if you tell me this happened, but you can't reproduce it and you know, no, of no way of reproducing it. Don't be surprised if I look at you like you just took a shot to the head with a brick. Cause I'll think you're crazy. And it's up to you to prove me wrong. And if you can't, sorry. Anybody else with uh, any last item to go with? You have a book. Great. I have one too. Mine's called Harry Potter. And if you find that offensive, I find your book offensive. I find your book offensive that uh, rape and murder are acceptable, that um, women are less than cattle, that you use whatever passage you feel like to justify shaming and belittling others. And when we turn, when we tell you that, oh, you know, you should be ashamed too because of these extra passages that come right after it, that you're breaking the rules on, you go, oh, no, 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 that doesn't apply anymore. Only this applies. Guess what? You're just an asshole. You're a jerk. You're all the negativity in the world that doesn't need to exist. Sit down. Learn to be a decent person. Learn how to communicate without judging. Learn how to listen to other people, their hopes, their dreams. Learn to see them as a fellow human being and not as a target for you to paint to make yourself feel better. You want to feel better about something? Get up and mow the lawn of that person who just had uh, surgery and can't walk. Or the person that's going through chemo and they can't go to the grocery store for themselves. Get a grocery list from them. Go buy some food for them. You know, They probably can't eat all that much anyway. But maybe they'll appreciate it. Or maybe they just need somebody to talk to. You want to do some good in the world? Do that. Don't read a Bible to somebody. Don't tell them to find Jesus. You know, help somebody cross the street like the Boy Scouts used to before they went bankrupt. Oh, you bet you didn't hear about that, did you? With all the lawsuits of all the stupidity that they did, they're going bankrupt. Hmm. See what being a jerk gets you? Yeah, something to be said for that. There we go. Don't mind me, just um, kind of collecting myself a little bit. 
Sure, and we'll be fading. A little bit. And uh, Dell and Flying Foxes are, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Flying Foxes are, are absolutely My, my ex-wife would disagree, but every other girl I've taken to the zoo agrees with me fully. So, <laughs> yeah. And, um, Bridget, you you didn't have very much of anything to, to talk out through. Was there anything left out for you? Mm, no. That's fair. All right, short, uh, I'll make this short to kind of tie the whole damn thing together. Um, I specifically laid this out as divine magic cannot exist, even though I was, I, I started off with just magic cannot exist. We said early on, until you, rec- until you know what the mechanism is, yeah, it's it's magic, but only in so much as that you don't understand that there is technology. Once you pass, culturally speaking, the idea that there are technologies that do things that you otherwise wouldn't know could be done, well, once you pass that, once you pass that threshold. Everything is a technology. There are no magics. It simply is an unknown quantity. And going with that example, by the way, the idea of using the expression dollar sign deity just sounds so delicious now to me. I I think we should use that culturally. There is not magic. Anytime somebody says it was a miracle, don't tell them it was. Don't, don't give them, Don't give them crap about it. Don't tell them that uh, miracles can't exist. How was it done? It just was. It, nothing just does. How did it happen? You want to really blow somebody's mind? Look up Brownian motion. Is really wild. Nothing just happens. To paraphrase, I think, God does not play dice with the universe. If there is a way for a force to be used to make an action happen, then it's a technology. Doesn't matter what that force is. Can I raise my hands above my head and have electricity flowing from them? Sure, yeah, I can do that. At the top of a boat, on the water, if there's just, just a little bit of uh, just a little bit of haze at night, you can you can watch me do that. It's called Saint Elmo's fire. We know about this, but I can only do it sometimes. I can become invisible if nobody is looking. I don't think that works the same way. Once we understand how these things work, it doesn't mean that it can't be fascinating. It's just not miraculous. It's just not magic. We don't live in a book. 
trust me, there are times I really wish that we did because it would have made traveling from Long Island to Buffalo so much easier if I could have just driven across where those staples were in the map at three in the morning. That would have been nice. Now's about as good a time as any to get out of here because I'm really realizing that I'm fading fast and that's not a good place to be because I've still got a little bit of work to do before I go to sleep. So, as always, everybody, thank you very much for being with us tonight. Hope that you found something worthwhile in all of, per- all of our perspectives. Look at this. I can't, even get my, I can't even get my mouth to work tonight. It's the end of the show, so it's, it, I can be a little bit forgiven. And we hope that you've got uh, something to think about uh, for the rest of your week as, uh, as time goes on. So, as always, uh, to you guys over there in the live chat, thank you, uh, Stephanie. Um, Felis, again, good to see you, hon. We've been a little concerned about you over Second Life, so, you know, you take care of yourself. She's been out of town, so. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know, but, you know, I was keeping track. And uh, even though I didn't see you chiming in uh, right near the end at this point, Private Kittens, thank you for having joined us. Don't know if you're still there or not. It's okay. You guys have yourselves a, uh, you guys have yourselves a good week. And, of course, uh, the rest of the group over here, uh, Tech, Thank you very kindly. You have yourself a uh, uh, you have yourself a good week. And by the way, when I posted over in the Discord about uh, tonight's show, and uh, he 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 was he was ready to go. He's just like, oh, I'm here for this one because this looks like a good title. Yeah, Th- that's the thing. Um, magic is just as far as we understand things to be. Magic is just a word that we use in placeholder of saying, I don't know how that works because apparently for some people saying, I don't know is the scariest thing in the world for them. What happens after death? I don't know. That scares a lot of people. How does that work? I don't know. That scares a lot of people. Uh, There's an afterlife. We go to this great pearly gates and and yada, yada, yada. Uh, I don't know how that works. It's magic. You know, it's it's magic does it. It's it's God and all that. It's like, stop being scared of your own damn shadow. Grow up. To be fair, um, I've been thinking a lot about that lately. Not to sound... Your shadow? No. uh, Death. My my own mortality. Not to sound too morbid. Thinking about your mor- it, it, your mortality is not morbid, in my opinion, because it happens to all of us, and we most of us don't know when it's going to happen. Well, I've been thinking it from a more analytical standpoint, whereas people who have heard me thinking uh, either aloud about it or asked me about it, uh, a lot of them have taken to uh, worrying un- unnecessarily, but... Uh, I can say that I understand. Um, yeah. My in junior high, I worried a lot guys, about tech. That. Tech, yeah. Moving, moving past. Okay. I'm just saying, I had a lot of counselors because everybody thought the wrong thing. I just wanted to say that, uh, as far as that's concerned, after thinking a lot about it. All I could say is, what happens after death? I have no freaking clue. All I know is that it is something we all have to deal with. It is the tax for being alive, and everybody pays it eventually. So there's nothing I can do to avoid it. 
ultimately. I mean, I can avoid it coming too soon, which is fair enough, but uh, ultimately, can't avoid it, so why worry about it? Fair enough. Joe, thank you for your time, man. You try to uh, take care of yourself for the rest of the week. Trying. Or I should say for the next eight days? (sighs) Ah. Yeah. And I can honestly say I don't want to see you go early either. I like having you around. Sadly, I don't get sick days from work, so I got to go in tomorrow. Mm, Good luck. Bridget, thank you. As always, hon, you take care of yourself. Uh, Stay warm and um, just thanks. Yeah, thank you, and fuck Mike Pence. I've got her trained well, man. I don't even have to <laughs> remind her now. This is great. <laughs> However, yeah. I've still got to go ahead and needle her. And just, you know, you know, next part. Uh, you can send me a friend request on Facebook, Bridget Fitz, or find me at my blog at BridgetFitz2112.wordpress.com. And Beyond the Trailer Park is on hiatus for two weeks, and so I will update you two weeks from now, let you know what we're doing. And one more for Mike Pence. And fuck you, Mike Pence. There you go. <laughs> I've got the I've got the frantics going through my head. And one for the wimp. <laughs> and one more for Jenny and the wimp. <laughs> God damn it, that's another one. Like I, I leave a lifetime supply of ice cream. Ice cream, what flavor? Ooh, to the head. <laughs> thump, thump. And one more for Jenny and the Wimp. Thump, thump. Yeah. Fine, I will, I will add that to the And I leave, my, uh, and I Joe, leave the rest of my Joe, weekly possession. Joe. Right, and, and how many lumps would you like with your coffee? <sighs> Dallin, speaking of lumps... You finished oh. drinking your 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 tiger stripe stuff. Congratulations! I did, and I've uh, as of tonight, I uh, I released the kraken. So th- that's going to be my go-to for the next few days. That's or nice. at least for the rest of the night. We'll see. That's uh, thank you as always. Yeah, glad to do this. Uh, of course, I'm the curator of the audio version of this show over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. And for any other thoughts that jump into my head while I'm doing other things, uh, you can catch over that catch that over at inthewind.yo5.ca. And speaking of other things, three chapters left. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh my! Congratulations! Yeah. The the re-edit has been probably the only thing keeping me sane the past month, and I'm just. When you're that close that you can taste it, it's just it's it's great. <laughs> uh, no, when when you're that close that you can taste it, that's synesthesia. That's not a good thing. There's no, some anesthesia. Pe- anesthesia is when you can taste colors. No, that no, that that's synesthesia, not anesthesia. Anesthesia makes sure that you don't remember anything for a while. Oh jeez. As in, like, why the hell have we been here? Thank you very much for having joined us, everybody. We hope that you had yourself a good time. Uh, of course, holycrapthevlogcast.com has got all the information that you need for uh, contacting and following us, social media, and the voice line phone number, of course, as always, if you want to go ahead and tell us to F ourselves, because apparently that's a thing, is 859-HCTV-554, 
859-428-8554. Dial carefully and good luck. And we will see you, proverbially speaking, in another week or so. And we may have something on schedule. If there is a uh, if there's a, a a notice out earlier than you know show day, there may be something special coming. So be on the lookout yeah. because it is our three hundredth episode, which means it may be a power of ten episode. But there may be something special. It's also a special. power of a hundred episodes. There may be something special going on, so we will have to uh, we will have to talk. The co-hosts and I will have a, a very short talk about it uh, before we all get out of here because we got stuff to do. So, in other words, have yourselves a good time. We'll talk to you later. As always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well, and my lady. Fourteen and a half years on, I am still in love with you. Ah. Matane Fujin, I love you, I miss you. Dream of me. Until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, do 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 <laughs> Good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.